Hello, hello, hello. Today is Friday, September 9th, 2022, episode number 164. Please remember to like, share, subscribe, and hit the notification button so you know when we go live. You're in the litter box with Jules and Cat Turd. Hey there, Cat. How are you? Hey, hey, hey. Hey. How you doing? Happy Friday. I'm just trying to get the voice back. It's still hoarse today. I know. <clears throat> Yeah, you, I can't get it back for some reason. I try. I'm not gonna say a word for 18 hours, and I finally talk, and it's still hoarse. So hopefully this weekend it'll come back. It will. Uh, you've been under a lot of stress lately with everything going on, and when you have dogs that are fighting, and then all of a sudden out of the blue, you decide to just scream. <laughs> you may become hoarse, and it'll last more than a day. I hate to tell you, but. I know you're doing everything you can over there at the ranch, but wow, you've got a, a real situation happening. And so you're all, you're in everyone's prayers. Every single time I talk to someone, they're constantly saying, just let Cat Turd know that we're praying for him and, and that everything's going to be okay. And we know that he's doing the best he can with every single one of them, including your mother in that whole group too. I mean, it's not just, yeah. just the animals, but your mom too. It's really I'll be up. Um, I'll be next Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday going up there. So, good. That's really. Uh, I'll still be trying to do the show. It's not definite yet. But we'll see. Right. Well, whatever you need, you just let us know. I can handle this stuff. This is no big deal. None at all. So you have named the show today. Let the fake polls begin. And boy, have they! <laughs> I went over I to Google. You. Yes, I went over to Google and I pulled up a page. Biden is now pe beating Trump in hypothetical rematch. Oh, you've got them all listed <laughs> yeah. here, one after all, another. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what did he do to become so popular all of a sudden? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Let me see. Yeah. This is what the, like I said yesterday. They're, they're, they're so predictable. And the reason they do the same playbook, they know that a lot of people figure them out and figure out how stupid they are and how, how much phony and fakes and liars they are. But you got a lot of the population that believes that stuff. So they keep doing it and doing it and doing it. That's why they need a crushing defeat to, to you know, to, to, to wake them up. And I don't even know if that'll wake them up now because they're, they're such demons now. Oh, they're so bad. And they are really, don't forget, I mean, this is what I keep telling people because everyone's all upset about everything that's going on. This is midterms, okay? Toughen up. We've got to get out there. We've got to get on social media like never before. Get to the polls. Make sure that you're a poll worker. Volunteer every place that you possibly can. Get the word out. Use your platforms. Use your voices. Because we need to get people that have never gone out there to vote to show up. We need them we need to remind them, hey, you know what? You see why you're now carrying just a bag of groceries and not a cart of groceries? That's this administration. That's the Congress that we're dealing with right now. That's the Senate. These all belong to the Democrats. If you want real change, you need to vote Republican. You absolutely need to vote Republican. Get it done. You will see change if you do. The way it's going right now is not working for anyone, but it's almost like they need this reminder. I would think just the receipt at the gas pump and at the grocery store would be enough, but sometimes it's not. They've brainwashed these people into absolute oblivion. I don't know if they're ever going to get their brains back. I really yeah, don't. Yeah, we know the, re the Republicans, it's not that they do anything, they don't, but at least they don't do this. Right. So it's, it is. it really is the lesser two evils sometimes, but man... I mean, you know, I said yesterday that, and, uh, you know, it, it was, it's ironic that that guy came out with the pentagram 
<laughs> dresses and the satanic worship and all the stuff he's been saying. It just keeps coming out. The new monkeypox czar. But um, I said yesterday, and I'm serious about this. What? You think about a traditional satanic cult. What would they do different than the Democrat Party does today? I mean, from just over the last two years. I mean, think about it. They constantly cut down Christianity. They closed. What did the first thing they closed? Close the churches. Can't go to worship. You can't. What do they keep open? The liquor stores. So they're keeping the weed stores. They're keeping the drug stores. They're keeping the the, the alcohol flowing. They're closing down the churches. They're they're grooming kids. They're they're mutilating kids. They're trying to uh, you whisper in their ear like devil. And, and you, you know you get here. You, you need you need to do this. You, you're really a girl. You need to you need to cut off your ding dong at eight years old. And and uh, they're they're killing babies at nine months old uh, in the womb. And I mean, what would you do any different? Seriously. I mean, people need to understand <laughs> exactly. People need to understand that once you do something like this, this is not like a tattoo or a piercing. But when you are completely reconstructing reconstructing your sexuality, that's a permanent deal. That's a permanent situation. You can't go back in seven years and say, hmm, no, um, I actually, I, I really am not into guys. I'm, I'm now into girls and think that it's going to reverse itself. It's not. This is a permanent thing. And you're not doing anything. You're still a man or you're still a woman. There's two sexes. You can cut yourself up all you want and you can talk about it and talk and talk. And Lord knows they talk. They never shut up about it. And talk and talk yourself into it and try to bully everybody to believe in it. Convince yourself and cut and cut and cut and drug, stick so many drugs in your arms and testosterone and everything else. You're still either a man or a woman exactly the way God made you. There's nothing you can do about it. That's exactly right. It's just the way it is. That your, your, your DNA is not changing. That's right. It's so true. And a lot of people wanted to see the video that I played. I did post it on my social media sites yesterday, so you can find it there. The one with the, I felt so bad for me. It was so heartbreaking. It was the video with the trans that wanted to reverse it and all of the problems that he is now facing. I mean, trans regret. You've been mutilated and exactly. dropped up. Exactly. And you're in your young 20s. You don't even know who you are until you're 35 years old, most people. It's hard to believe, but it is true. And it's just, like I said, it is not a tattoo. It's not a piercing. This thing gets real, real quick. So here you go. You've got all this stuff going on in the news. You've got Biden now beating Trump in the hypothetical rematch of, by the <laughs> widest margin in six months in a new poll. <laughs> Anybody believing that? No one. Uh, no one. God. It's always two months exactly. I knew yesterday they were going to roll them out. Oh, sure. Some of the polls that were uh, on the midterms, I mean, the midterm polls, some of them were, you know, plus five Republican. They go, you ain't going to believe this. You ain't going to believe this. But two months exactly to the day, the polls have switched. These are up seven now. 12-point shift since oh, yesterday. Please. And and then the Democrats, all the blue check marks, oh, boy, look, we're, it's a blue wave. It really is. And oh. it's just like, oh, my God. Oh, yeah. And then you have this bozo, right? I mean, there's Biden, bozo Biden. He gives speech in Ohio on boosting a manu American manufacturing. Okay, so he comes out. He can barely speak, first off. I don't even know where he is. He tries to explain construction. Major fail. 
on all oh, fronts. But like then, he knows anything about construction. Exactly. So so what do they do? They've just decided they're just going to lie. Here's one of the lies. America is back and America is leading the way. <laughs> really? According to who? <laughs> Oh my God! Oh yes, you're gonna see a whole bunch of how back America is and how ask forward we turn, are. <laughs> ask him to turn around and name that track hoe behind him. Ask him <laughs> just if you know just what is the what do you call this? You <laughs> would have it's, it's a t it's an army tank with a big arm on it. Oh no, he tries to explain construction. You want to see a major fail? Watch oh, this. Man. I was explaining to me what these are gonna look like. Correct me wrong, Pat, but I was I was impressed. They're going to dig down 60 feet, 10 football fields long. You're going to have make that all cement. You're going to use that as basis to build on because you need security. You need stability for what you have like that. And you're going to build up stories beyond. I mean, this is incredible. Yes, it is incredible. It is incredible that you have absolutely no idea what you're talking about and that anybody would ever vote for you. But yes, that's the reality that we live in. Unfortunately, I want to know who these 30%. Correct me if I'm wrong, which means I don't know what I'm talking about. I have no idea. He has no idea what he's talking about. I mean, you want to talk about a disaster? This is why they keep him in the basement. Let there be no doubt. Here he goes on. Folks, at home, at home, you may be wondering, why is this such a big deal for manufacturing? Okay, at home. At home, which is where he should Folks. be. Folks. <laughs> Folks. <laughs> I wear 1980 Top Gun glasses, believe me. <laughs> I wear Ray-Ban. 1972 called once the Ray-Ban's back. They certainly do. So he wanted to put the spotlight on the rare bipartisan down payment on U.S. manufacturing when he visits Ohio for the groundbreaking of the new Intel computer chip facility. Okay, remember the same one that uh, Piglosi's husband had all of that information yeah. inside trading about and made big mm -hmm. bucks and then then started worrying about the spotlight being shifted onto that and then sold it like the very next day. Yeah, that. Um, yeah, that's where they right. are today. Exactly. I want to see where the investigation is in all of that. I really do. I want to see Piglosi's finances. I think in the position that she holds, that the American people should know exactly where she gets all of her money, how it's done. What is her secret? For being a public servant, no less, how in the world did she become a millionaire several times over? I need to know. I want to know what that secret yeah. is. Well, she's worth over $100 million. Oh, yes, she is. Big time. Plus, plus, plus. I mean, they go up there and they get filthy rich. It's, it's ridiculous. They're supposed to be public servants, but that's not what they do. They go up there and try to get personal power and personal wealth. And that's all they, most of the people that go up there do. That's right. It's so true. And so you have Biden who feels like he's speaking about leaving a legacy. Maybe he got the speeches confused You're leaving with the a legacy. Queen All of right, England. <laughs> Here he goes. Yeah. Psycho. Okay, so enough of him. Um, but you actually have him. On camera, remember when he was with Jimmy Kimmel? They, they try to act like this is not political, them going after the DOJ and, and the FBI going after their political adversaries. Well, 
It is. In fact, he didn't even try to hide it when he was on with Jimmy Kimmel. This is just a reminder of that. I want to emulate Trump's abuse of the Constitution and the constitutional authority. And, and so, and I mean that sincerely, because I often get asked, look, the Republicans don't play it square. Why do you play it square? Yeah. Well, well guess what? If we do the He's same thing they do, that. our democracy will literally be in jeopardy. Well, I mean, yeah. not a joke. Exactly. I, I understand that argument, but also it's like you're playing Monopoly with somebody who, you know, won't pass go and won't follow any of the rules. And how do you ever make any progress if they're not following the rules? Well, you got to send them to jail, uh, you know. <laughs> There's that little box in there. Directly to jail? <laughs> Go directly to jail. The president. Okay, so, okay, that right there. Let you know exactly what he's up to, what this administration is up to, and that should be called Kimmel, into question. Was he fresh everybody. out of blackface rehab? <laughs> when they were firing all the blackface people, of course, Jimmy Kimmel, who gets a, a million, one point something million on his late night show, which is absolutely pitiful, by the way. Yeah. Because nobody, I mean, all it is is hate and lies, hate and lies, hate and lies. But yeah, so he got caught in blackface, and of course, you know. He, he had, you know, in the man show, he had women bending over and looking through one of the little things you look through, you know, like the binocular things. And then he's behind her acting like he's screwing her when she bends over. That guy who's the perfect angel now, and you should look up to him. I mean, this guy's just a total scum. Oh, he is. He absolutely is. He's as bad as they get. No question. And but then he went to blackface, so they was, they're going to cancel the show because he's in blackface. And not just black, just, you know, but really trying to butcher you know, black slang while he's doing it. And um, so they just, nope, he's taking a break. He went to blackface rehab for three months. Oh, we're going to let him back in. He's sorry. Oh, please, please. Well, it's now time for the real president to, he released a heartfelt statement on passing of Queen Elizabeth. And he, it was really wonderful. A lot of people say that he was truly her favorite of all the presidents that she met in America. They could just tell by the body language. There's several articles on that. But as you all know, Queen Elizabeth II passed away on Thursday, and she was 96 years old. Apparently, there was a double rainbow that was spotted over Buckingham Palace on Thursday. And so President Trump... He released a statement, Melania and I are deeply saddened to learn the loss of Her Majesty Queen Elizabeth II. Together with our families and fellow Americans, we send our sincere condolences to the royal family and the people of the United Kingdom during this time of great sorrow and grief. Queen Elizabeth's historic and remarkable reign left a tremendous legacy of peace and prosperity for Great Britain. Her leadership and enduring diplomacy secured and advanced alliances with the United States and countries. It is so true. It just, it was beautiful. King Charles III, who I have gotten to know well, will be a great and wonderful king. He dearly loves the United Kingdom and all it represents to the world. He will prove to be an inspiration to everyone. Queen Elizabeth has been and will be from above very proud of King Charles III. So I, I think it was a great sentiment. I'm sure it just burned up the Biden administration, especially when all of the news about how they, they, him and his family felt about the queen. Um, for example, Joe Biden's mother wrote nasty poems about Queen Elizabeth. She refused to sleep in the bed. The garbage family in. goes way back. Oh, yes. They go back forever because they've all been in there forever. They grew up together. 
This is one big giant cesspool. And then you have the nasty left. I mean, they're just they're just so obnoxious. I, I really, I never wish ill will on anyone, but you had an untenured Carnegie Mellon critical race theory professor who doubles down on a vile tweet over Queen's death saying she feels disdain for the monarch and anyone expecting an apology can keep wishing upon a star. This is after, before the queen died, she was wishing excruciating pain for the queen. I don't know who oh, does yeah. that. I don't know who these people are. When you were mentioning Satanic, The elitists that think they're better than everybody else. Wow. The college professors. Wow. I mean, this is really, it just shows you who they are. And I'm all for people expressing their freedom of speech and everything. That's fine. Go ahead. Show how hateful and horrible you are. Go ahead. Works for you, I guess. And then, and this always happens with a liberal on Twitter. They just delete the tweet. Yes, exactly. A conservative could say half that. They're permanently suspended forever. And you're never going to get your account back. Oh, yeah. Definitely. I mean, that's that's what they want to project. But they they're so bad. And when and when you see it on the left, and you even see people on the left responding to it, I think it's a win in our in our category. But you have all of these different articles, and I just feel like it's it's worth mentioning because it is the biggest story. Even Putin sent his condolences. Of course, he got he got railed at about that. But Donald Trump was Queen Elizabeth II's favorite president. Well, who who could not love President Trump? Oh my gosh. I mean, seriously, that is now what I say to people. How could you not love the guy? Oh, you can't handle a mean tweet when you've got this untenured Carnegie Mellon horrible professor who wishes pain before somebody dies. I mean, come on, really? Look at the difference here. When we talk about good versus evil, this is it in a nutshell. So my favorite tribute was when Paddington Bear, he did his little tribute. You know, they had that cute little video and it warmed the hearts of everyone during her jubilee well he he was just sweet i guess they bonded she did that skit without anybody knowing about it and he just said thank you ma'am in his twitter account and i just thought that was really amazing so that's sweet we can move on from there (laughs) to all the brutal news of the day one thing in particular as everyone knows we should really start talking about it because you know the news media probably will not but New York City's 9-11 tribute, 9-11 is this weekend. Museum closes its doors for good, citing financial losses during the pandemic. Okay. They don't want to talk about that or Afghanistan or anything else that they've got us into, the Ukraine. They've moved how about, on. How about a recession? Right. Yeah, we are in the middle of a recession, no matter what they say or lie about it. And, of course, the media, I'm telling you. If we was a recession under Trump, every headline would be R E C. I mean, it would be huge recession at the at the ticker uh, on the bottom of CNN, MSC would be going, uh, "Who's suffering in the recession?" Story one: Who's suffering in the recession? Trump recession. Trump recession. Trump recession. Exactly. And it's not even mentioned. Not even mentioned. They're not going to mention. Uh, 9-11, they're not going to mention the soldiers that died, the 13 soldiers that died during the horribly botched They're not heroes. Withdrawal. If you get a man that dresses up like a woman's a hero to them, don't you know what a real hero is? Oh, it's so horrible. It's so, so horrible. Well, I want to make sure that our that we never forget. And 
and everyone I believe remembers where they were that day when they found out about the Twin Towers being attacked and Ron Hemby is an incredible musician and worked with the Mighties on putting together a little tribute video which I'm going to play it was really sweet and he put came out with this song Red White and True and it's just a nice little reminder and I want to play it right now because we're not going to be on the air on 9-11 and I just want to make sure that we definitely pay our respects on this horrible tragedy. the sacrifices that this country makes, including just even paying our taxes to support these people that are hold, that are seat warmers, and you see exactly what, what they are doing to this country. I'm sorry. There are so many good people out there, and we have got these crooked, corrupt politicians that are just running this country into the ground. They have no regard or respect for the people that get out there every single day and risk their lives to protect this country. They turn on them even. I mean, you see how they are with Blue Lives Matter and everything else. I mean, anything that's a good situation, they turn. And they turn on the American people. So I just felt like since we're not going to be on the air on 9-11, that was a beautiful video that was sent to me. And I really appreciate the work of Bobby and Chrissy Blazier, who wrote the songs. And then, of course, Hobbit for DJT, who put together the video. It's just an important little reminder. Because you're not going to hear anything. They're going to cover up everything about 9-11 that you can possibly imagine. So that's where we are with that. They're just fleecing. There's this... This this uh, band of traitors they got up in there that, that cheated in the election, they're just fleecing this country right now. They are. It's awful. It's absolutely awful. And and now you see the, who the real traitors are, too. I mean, here you've got, this is just out, Romney secretly urged Biden to take on Trump back in 2018, a new book claims. It shouldn't surprise you. We've known exactly yeah. who he, we know who he yeah. is. Yeah, the dick. Gosh. Romney the dick. Worst ever. 
Absolutely the worst. Virginia like you lived in Utah just to go against Trump. You know he lived got in Got Trump's Loyola. endorsement. Yeah. Uh, wouldn't have won if it wasn't for Trump. Got Trump's endorsement. Kissed Trump's ass. And then, I, I don't know if anybody remembers this, but the day after he won, wrote an op-ed on what a piece of crap Trump was. The day after he won in the Washington Post, he did that. And after Trump endorsed him, after he begged for an endorsement, this is what an absolute low-life maggot this guy is. Oh, he's so horrible. He wanted to be the Secretary of State, and Trump basically laughed at him. I mean, he let him, he let him, you know, take him to dinner, talk the talk, walk the walk, but in no means was he ever going to appoint him as Secretary of State. And you can see it now. I mean, what a slimeball this guy is. And he is already talking about the fact that he's not going to run again. Well, no question about it, because you won't win. He lived in La Jolla. They tested the waters in California. And they wanted to see actually where he would go. And he pulled so badly that they had to move him to Utah because they thought he would have a better chance with the Mormons, right? Because he's Mormon. And they thought that that would be a better fit because no one even in California, right? Would even go for it. It's just, I mean, he's he's such a slime ball. We have some of the biggest slime balls in our party. We do. And most of them are in the Senate. There's, you know, there's some in the... The House, Liz Cheney and Adam Kinzinger, Romney, McConnell. I mean, there's just some slime balls. Lisa Murkowski, oh, Lindsey Graham. They are the slimiest, scummiest, just sorry, backstabbing cowards and liars you could ever, ever want to be up there. And they're all, of course, millionaires. Everybody up there is a millionaire. It's ridiculous. It, it really is. And that's what they're so worried about. And this is why they're banding together right now. And you're starting to see it in, in all of these different polls and who the Republicans are supporting and everything else. They know they're about to lose their seats. And it's even making the Democrats nervous because, remember, they're all in this whole thing together. They're part of the establishment. So this is out from Ross' story. Okay, the very leftist uh, group over here, but Michigan Supreme Court rules abortion rights proposals should go before voters. Okay. So after silence, multiple attempts in the courts to protect abortion rights in Michigan, the state Supreme Court ruled Thursday that voters should get the chance to decide if abortion rights should be enshrined in the state the, constitution. That's exactly why the Supreme Court did that, because they should. Uh, it's the funniest part about this whole thing is, is they're like the Supreme Court. Um, they made our argument for us because they're like, nine people shouldn't decide. Nine people shouldn't decide about abortion. They literally just said that and sent it to the state so the state could have referendums because they run elections so you can vote on it. God, they're just making our case for them. Nine people shouldn't decide that. That's what they're saying idiot that is exactly <laughs> that's exactly right. what they're saying that is exactly it shouldn't be right. i agree it shouldn't be decided by nine unelected people it should be voted for by the people gosh and that's let's hope they just don't cheat <laughs> i mean let's i mean let's face yeah. it we had a gas tax that that ended up a highway tax that ended up on our ballots in california and i questioned that why anybody would ever vote to have our highway tax put a highway tax on our gas that just it was unbelievable to me at the time but somehow they were able to pass it got it on that ballot yeah. right that you print and, and they get to uh just basically yeah. turn in and say okay we're doing this 
I don't want the rest of America to turn out to be or look like commie California. I really do not. I hope they use my state as an example of what can happen. If you don't get out and vote, if you don't get involved, you'll never be able to get it back. That's what's happened here. It's a perfect example of what these Democrat strongholds look like. Yeah, what they're trying to do, they get in there and then they change all the election laws where then they can't ever lose again, where they can just cheat. That's right. And and they're like, okay, we're going to do ballot harvesting. We're going to do this. We're going to print your own ballot at home. We're going to put all these drop boxes and not even have them monitored. We're going to, you know, anything we can to cheat. So they make it to where they can just cheat and nobody can catch them. And then they're in charge of the law enforcement that investigates the cheating. And then nothing happens. And that's what's happening in D.C. right now. It's exactly what's happening. It is so, it is so true. And you've got all kinds of things. I mean, they even feel like they don't even have to debate anymore, right? So finally, yeah. you have you have Fetterman who has agreed to one debate. He's, only. he's not going to debate. One. He's not going to, he's not going to debate though. I'm telling you, that guy's not going to debate. He can't talk. What, what, what he's doing now, because he's getting so much pressure, is they start, they start early voting like next week, I believe, or in two weeks. And he's going to put it off to when everybody just about early votes, you know, like 50% of the people. He's going to put it off past then and then to get everybody off his butt. And he's just going to keep saying, I'd agree to a debate. I'd agree to a debate. And then when it comes time to debate, after everybody's voted, and then he's just going to, he's going to bow out because he can't. This guy, I mean, he can't even talk way worse than Biden. I mean, seriously. And I don't know who would vote for this guy. I have no idea who would vote for somebody like this. It's the worst ever. Corn pop and Frankenstein (laughs) as a baby. (laughs) My God. (laughs) (laughs) That just pretty much sums it up. And a lot of people think that Corn Pop wasn't such a bad dude, that it was really Biden. I don't know. I don't know where this story takes us. But then now all of a sudden, okay, so so they're starting to get the attention. Corn Pop. (laughs) Nobody, by the way, uh, you know, a.k.a. whatever they name themselves, you know, but nobody in the hood is going to call themselves Corn Pop. (laughs) No. I mean, my God, it's always a tough name, you know. You know, it's always a real, you know, a real gangster name. It's, right, it's like T-Bone corn. or... or yeah, T-Bone. <laughs> I'm going to call myself Corn Pops. Well, I'm going to be Frosted Flakes. I'm going to be Fruit Loops. Yeah, it's not going to happen. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Well, you are Cat Turd, the one and only, and that sounds really uh, rough and tough. I mean, that just triggers people right off the bat. So now that the left has got a reputation for not being able to stand up there with any kind of spine or backbone, breaking news is that Arizona gubernatorial debate will happen after Carrie Lake calls out cowardice of Katie Hobbs and committee votes to have Hobbs staffer recused from voting on decision. Okay, get this right. They had a person up there that, that was on, it was a staffer of Katie Hobbs that was going to probably vote against her having to debate, okay, on voting on the decision. Well, the committee just voted to make sure that she recused herself from having any part of that decision. That's how stacked this deck is when it comes to the Democrats. They were actually going to have this person vote on that decision. They cheat. They pulled it back. They've been... All they do is cheat and lie and lie and cheat. Once you realize that about the Democrat Party, they're the most phony... No, they don't know anything. They're the most worthless, talentless people on earth. 
and all they do is gaslight, cheat, lie, steal. God, they're just they're the biggest just slime balls you could ever imagine. Oh, they are. It's just like if and and they're I'm telling you for for national um, for governors for sure, and for governors and anything that's U.S. Capitol, Congress, um, Senate, House, and the presidency. If you can't do three debates, you should. They should be a requirement. You have to do three debates. If you can't do three debates, then you shouldn't be able to run. No. If you can't debate somebody without, because because they can't do it. The, the, the reason the Democrats pull out is because they can't do it without a teleprompter and without knowing the questions before and and um, with with without the press giving them all you know what i mean just giving everything to them and so it's just it's like you know who's better in sports let's do a sports analogy that uh, you're a tennis player so if you if you go out there and you're and and all you do every day if you're the 10th ranked player in the world and every day for four months you play the number one and two player for the, the you know every day for a month you're gonna get better and you're gonna be sharp and you're gonna be awesome then but they, you know, so here's the Democrats. They're tenth in the world, and they get to, and they're and they're playing um, some six-year-old at elementary school every day, getting softballs thrown to them, cheating. Don't know if you can win or not. You're never gonna get any good, so they can't debate. That's right. Because the Republicans are getting hammered by the press, 24/7, screamed at, yeah, 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 stories, <laughs> uh, stories about them, and, and you know, hit piece, hit piece, hit piece. They got to be on their toes. They're yes. they're they're well old machines. But here comes the liberals. They they won't even get. Oh, so you got so caught um, stealing a million dollars and shooting a guy in the head? Well, you didn't do it, did you? Really? No. Okay. Well, we accept that. I mean, so th they can't debate because they're they're not the they're, they're, they're not sharp at that point. Okay, so I came up with a slogan listening to you just now. I just came up with a slogan. Oh, I hope everybody uses it. If you can't <laughs> debate, you can't legislate. How do you like oh that? Oh, God. <laughs> moment <Yeah>. for me. <laughs> we have like cheesy moments. <laughs> well, I'm sure Trump would appreciate it, so I'll give myself that one. <laughs> <laughs> give yourself a thumbs up. Two thumbs up. Back at me. So that's the new that's the new slogan. If you can't debate, you can't legislate. End of story. That is all. Oh my gosh! So moving right along. Oh, I'd hate to. Have, I'm telling you, I don't. I don't know of anybody in the country, including DeSantis, that I'd rather not debate than Carrie Lake. Oh my gosh, she's fabulous. I'd hate to debate her. Ooh. She is really, really sharp. You got that right. And there's just something she connects very well. She's well spoken. She's quick, and and she doesn't back down. And she makes a really good point. And you know she's believable because she believes what she's saying. And I'm I'm telling you, I would hate to debate her. Oh, me too. Oh my gosh, never in a million years would I. I mean, all Fetterman has to do is debate Oz for God's sakes, and he is just not good at, at, at the political you know rhetoric. I don't think he knows enough about it. He doesn't. I mean, you don't I'm understand you, it at all. Exactly. She knows exactly what she is doing. And she has a complete vision, much like President Trump. I mean, she is like the female version of President Trump. She's not afraid. She gets up there. She was in the press. Nails. She was a member of the press. Exactly. Exactly. She was a 
anchor. She turns it on them in a second. I loved when they asked her she about. She knows the their TV. tricks. She quit. Yeah, she, does. she announced her. I remember when she announced it. And I didn't even know who she was. She's just like, I'm not going to lie anymore for this liberal news crap. I'm tired of the lies, and quit. That's right. I mean, well, here here she goes again. I mean, I love when this woman speaks because we've had her on the show, by the way, and loved yeah, every Yeah, she was supposed it. to stay 15 minutes, and she stayed like an hour. Over an hour we were with her. She answered every single question that we had. She was so gracious, so poised. I mean, a lot of people don't like women in politics. For some reason, they just, they just don't. But you can't help but just love this woman because she is all about it. I mean, she is so country first. And when you think about the press and how they've handled her and the way she's handled them right I back. Wait, I got to say something first. I don't mind women in politics. There's a lot of people like, why well, we had a women president? Well, look who they put up there every time. Hillary? Right, no. I mean, they're not, not putting women like, they put her up there, I'd vote for her and campaign for her in her second, you know, in, in eight years or so, she wants to run for president. I'll be the first in line to, to support her if she runs in four, eight, 12 years, whenever she wants to. That's right. I'd, I'd be the first to support her. But you know, look who they get. They 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 put a bunch. They they want to be a Democrat so bad, and I mean, the, you know, we when we need a woman president, it can either be Kamala Harris, oh Elizabeth gosh. Warren, Hillary Clinton, and you're just like, no, 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 no. It's no. so true. I, well, and that's why there hadn't been a woman president because that's the boneheads they're running. Well, that's it, too. I mean, living in L.A., everyone just assumed that I was going to vote for Hillary Clinton. And that was a big shocker when I said, absolutely not. Why would I? What policies has she put forward? What is she going to do for the country? What is actually what is going to happen here as a result of me voting for Hillary Clinton? Now, I know what President Trump is proposing, and I like those policies. What is she proposing other than breaking this glass ceiling? And what does it matter if you're a girl and she's it shouldn't a girl? Matter. Who cares? It should not I don't matter. care. I don't care. I don't care at all. I mean, if they're going to do that, they might as well just put penis versus vagina. <laughs> well, <laughs> a, they can't uh, define yeah. what one is anyway. So vagina? They cannot I'm going to vote for penis woman. or vagina. I mean, that's how ridiculous <laughs> they are. Well, that's the problem. See, now they've confused everybody to death to where they will not define what a woman is. They they just refuse to do it because who knows? Maybe that's and it, and it And it's, it's times in itself times 100 every day. Mm-hmm. It's just, I'm telling you, if you don't screw a goat in about a month, then you're not hip. Believe me, it's coming. <laughs> oh my god, it's coming. That's well, it, it, well, what else? Where can they go with it now? It's 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 so ridiculous now. It is. And it's just like I quit. You know, I said yesterday, I'm tired of it. I'm tired of it being rubbed in my face, slammed down my throat. I'm sick of it. I don't want to hear it no more. I don't want to see it. I don't care at all. Well, and not only that, I mean, let's face it, to accommodate one student, they put a cat box, no offense, cat turd, in the school bathroom because this particular student identified as a feline. Okay? For real. I mean, they, this, is, this is the kind of attention that they get. Some guy should go in there and say, I identify as a pimp. Can you put some hose in there for me? <laughs> This is where we are. It is just ridiculous. So, yeah, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I When you see the absurdity of this administration, you will remember it forever because there's not going to be another one like it. This is a complete clown show. And people, this craziness is, is going to end at some point. It is. All this pronoun, woke, crazy, just insanity, uh, perverted bull crap. It's, it's, it's all going to end at some point because they're just taking it further and further and further and further and further until it's just 
it, it's so out there and so comical. And then people play along with it. You got these big corporations. And it's just like, you know, you watch TV. Now you think, man, I can't believe 80% of the country's gay and the other 20% is transsexuals. Only 1% heterosexuals now. If you watch TV, that's what they act like it's, it is. They don't act like it's 4% and 0.0001% of the population. They act like it's the majority and everybody's got to bow down. And I don't get it. Well, as promised, and after yesterday's show, you mentioned before the show that you wanted to spend a little bit of time, speaking of women in politics, on AOC, your favorite. (laughs) I'm not going to forget. Here you go. This is, so she goes to GQ magazine, you know, (laughs) and she does all these, the most narcissistic, (laughs) God-like, I am Caesar, God, Jesus Christ poses. (laughs) And then she, she states in the article, that politi- they want politicians not to look down on them. You're literally on the steps doing a pose <laughs> on GQ magazine. <laughs> and they want him just to be part of the people and with them. Oh, my God. <laughs> just, it's the Kim Kardashian of politics. It is so bad. Here she is looking up into who knows what with this, this cloudy sky behind yeah, her. I'm Medusa, the Medusa pose. I'm serious. Like a Greek <laughs> goddess of sorts, right? Yeah. I mean, it's the most ridiculous thing I have ever seen. I have been laughing. And what did she say right there? What, what did she say? It's this really important for people to feel like they're elective officials give a shit about them she said not from on high but from the same level oh really that's the pose (laughs) and that's the pose you can't make it up (laughs) not on high here's me i am cleopatra pose (laughs) on top of the steps looking down at all you minions it's just oh oh my god this this sandy cortez who changed her name and uh, uh, pretends like she's, I don't know what even she pretends like she is, but she's not. And she was born into privilege. She had a job bartending for a month at some dive at college. So I was a bartender. I worked hard. The You've never worked a hard day in your life, believe me. Mm-hmm. And then she is so indoctrinated with just cliches, uh, liberal talking points that she talks in them. Right. Everything is a cliche in this and that. And she wanted to spend $93 trillion on the Green New Deal, by the way. $93 trillion. You know, more money than there is in the whole entire world. Oh, my god! On the Green New Deal. And ban airplanes and ban cars. And and, and it's just um, the... The, the the low IQ of this absolute moron. Well, she's a narcissist she, too. She's she is the has the big. I, I said this before in my lifetime. The three biggest, and especially over the last decade or so, there's been three people that actually think they're God, mm-hmm. and that's been her, Obama, and Dr. Fauci. The three biggest God complex narcissists I've ever seen in my life. Them three right there. It's so true. It is absolutely so true. I mean, she is just—they think they're God. She's she does. And dumb as a as a as a box of rocks. Dumb. I mean, they just don't get any dumber. Uh uh-uh. uh No, they definitely do not. <laughs> this one definitely takes. Oh, she's cake. dumb. 
I'm sorry. I have to take her off the screen. She just gets under my skin. I'm sorry, skin. too, with black shirt and brown <laughs> pants. No, and I'm not And I'm not even a fashion person. That looks terrible. Oh, isn't that fun? Cat turd weighs in on the fashion. You like that? I don't like it <laughs> I at don't all. like it at all. No. It's very odd. I yeah. mean, the whole the whole get up. I don't know what she's trying to be or what she's She needs some to. more lipstick on. She don't have enough lipstick oh, the problem. Oh, gosh. Boy, I'm tired of this. Gosh. I really am. But yeah, she's. And, she's and then she talks about, about all. She's the most anti-white racist. Mm-hmm. And then who does she? She she's marrying a guy who looks like Howdy Doody. Literally, mm-hmm. he looks like Ralph Mouth from Happy Days. I mean, you can't get no whiter than this guy. If he's any more white, he'd be pink. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I mean, and, and, and is this like you hate your husband? Is that it? He's a he's a a, a right supremacist. It just God. lets you know it's all political. It's all for politics. It's all for show. It's only to ramp up the base, and all of a sudden they don't want to talk about the fact that her husband to be is white as a cotton ball. Okay, but white men are yeah. bad, and and all of these things that they've been spreading this whole entire except time. my white man. Oh my God! <laughs> I just you know I I and, and this guy's put. I, when I wrote AOC, the book, the um, parody book cover, that was I called him the uh, Invisible Bearded Goober, and that's what she, her name was for, <laughs> the Invisible Bearded Goober. He's all, you know, way, way, as long as he's way, 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 way in the back, nobody can hear him. Oh. I'm the one in front. But I'm sorry, and I'm not going to let a girl cut my nuts off and be in front, and then I go to premieres, and I'm four steps behind her while she's talking to the press. I mean, but that's the, you know, that's the guy she needs so she can have her narcissist godlike ways. Nobody's disagreeing with her ever. It's so true. I I mean, that's, it's so, it's so odd to me. I I don't know what, I don't know what they're trying to prove. I don't know what the deal is here. I, I judge people on what they actually do, not because of making a cover or breaking a glass ceiling or any of those things that they try to act as important. I want to see what their policies are. She said, I don't know if I'll even be alive tomorrow. I get so many threats. I know. I don't even, I don't even know if I'll be alive in September. It is September, dummy. Oh my gosh. Well, just so everyone knows, The Adventures of Calfart literally <laughs> is on Cat Turd's homepage and it is up for sale. So you can definitely check out that book. The book it's is a parody absolutely in the hilarious. It is so funny. It's a, yeah, it's a parody. And what it is, is uh, if AOC, she's an alien from outer space and she runs her own planet. So she's, you know, she's, she's like, she runs a whole entire planet and what that planet would look like if she ran it. It doesn't sound like fiction anymore. Yeah. She's, she's, you know, it's, it's planet duh in clueless (laughs) galaxy. So (laughs) there you have it. Speaking of planet duh, did you see that uh, VD Harris came out? today and had a few words about also married to a white guy (laughs) exactly (laughs) thank you for pointing that out oh my gosh and here are her words of wisdom right and everything you spoke of is about life isn't it and what we can do through food through the growth of agriculture that feeds the species and the population but also what we can do to improve the condition of of human life in terms of sickness and what we can do and discover in terms of treatment. That really is so exciting. Oh, gosh. <laughs> Agriculture. You could, I, could give you an, I could give you a tomato plant with four tomatoes on it, and you couldn't go plant it and grow a tomato, and it's already got four tomatoes on it. 
That's how much you know about agriculture. That's where we are now on planet duh. Oh my gosh. I mean, we sit there and we look at, we look at Biden and we go, oh my gosh, just crawl back into the basement, impeach him, impeach him. But when you've got something like that right behind him and then third in line, you have Nancy Piglosi, you take pause and say, "Mm, no, maybe not. Um, just really not not a good idea because Harris is so out there. She doesn't even know what's going on. But these are the same people, right, uh, that want to make sure that you don't have security to protect yourself. I mean, John Fetterman's Board of Pardon Secretary calls convicted police officer murderer her buddy. They don't even try to hide this stuff. They absolutely do not. Harris and others, as you know, bailed out a lot of the people from Black Lives Matter and Antifa, also related, out of burning, looting, and stealing, making sure that they had proper representation, legal representation, and everything else. They were completely involved in this whole thing. If you think that Biden's unity speech, was, which was the creepiest thing I've ever witnessed in my entire life, the most divisive speech in history— of this country or anywhere else rather I mean when you look at it and the optics and everything else you start to realize that that's all this was about this is just trying to get their base going to to get them energized to get them to go out and vote for the midterms and cause as much chaos as possible think about think about what energizes democrats though go back to the satanic cult they're not going to let you kill babies at will. Oh, my God. We got to get out and vote. We can't kill babies. We can't kill babies. We got to get out and vote. It's, 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 I don't, where are these people? Who are these people? This is the thing. I mean, no. I mean, every, the things that energize them, they're not going to let your trans kids at six years old uh, mutilate themselves and, and, and have, you know, mutilate their complete sex organs. Oh, well, we got to get out and vote. We, we're not going to, my seven-year-old can't cut, the, cut, cut their uh, organs off. I mean, it, it, what motivates these people tells you everything that you need to know about them. Well, it's true. And and I'm just glad. I mean, I, I'm hoping the best for the opponent of Tina Forte, who is running against AOC, um, she says New York City is a mess and guns aren't to blame. I mean, she's doing everything that she can to to win this seat. You've got a lot of people that are stepping up to these people. But What's, some how is she doing, though? I mean, gosh, I mean, it's impossible to win there. It's going to be so hard to win in New York, and I don't understand it. I don't know how anyone can look around and say this is going well for everyone. When you look at I was the on crime, a podcast with her one time. Yes, you were. You liked yeah. her a lot, didn't you? Yeah, you she's, enjoyed she's it. cool. Yeah. I really like her, and she's she's ballsy. That's right. And you would think that New Yorkers would go ahead and embrace this because things aren't going well here. So Forte won the August 23 GOP primary in New York's 14th Congressional District with 67% of the vote. And she's going out there and doing her best. They're blaming the gun, they're blaming the gun rights away for raising violent, for rising violent crime. Okay, so same thing here in L.A., they're trying to do away Some with... guns fault. Yeah, exactly. They're trying to do with the protections, the only protections that we have, because they're defunding our police. You've got security for for the elite. I mean, in fact, you've got you've got n- countless examples of how they are secure, but they don't so want ridiculous. you to be. So ridiculous. The gun, like, exactly. like your gun gets up and starts shooting people by itself. Mm-mm. No. And it's a real problem. Rising crime is a huge deal. And look at what's happening with the border. Look at what's happening with Afghanistan when they brought all these people in here that were unvetted, completely unvetted. That's a buried story as well. 
They're burying every single story they possibly can on all of this Our stuff. wonderful press. Yeah. 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 I mean, talk yeah. about security protection. Mandela Barnes spending an amazing amount of money, 10 times what his predecessor did. Check this out. In the race for a Wisconsin U.S. Senate seat, security costs are becoming something of an issue. A report in the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel finds the Democratic candidate, Lieutenant Governor Mandela Barnes, averages more than 13 and a half hours of security protection each day, more than 10 times as many hours as his predecessor. That comes at a daily cost of $660 for the wages of patrol officers. Okay, so there you go. These are the same people yeah. that want to let violent criminals out on your streets. Yeah, and, and, and take away your guns. So you can, not only are they letting murderers go tens of thousands at a time and, and, and violent offenders, but then they want to take your gun so you can't protect yourself if they come to your house. Did you see the... The, the 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 cop come out and say what they were doing in um, was it Pennsylvania or Michigan or Wisconsin? Dang it! Which yeah, thing? we What's you really thing? need to play this on the show. It's on my thing. If we're going to talk about this, this is nuts. If you want to see how crazy this has gotten, let me go to my page for a second. I know we don't like to do this, but yeah, but you, if you really tweet it. That would be perfect, and I will catch it. Oh. I'm gonna. I'll retreat it right at the top of my page if it'll ever pull up. Okay, I'm ready for you. I'm ready to catch. <laughs> Talk about something else. I can do two things. No, it's at once. true though. I mean, when, they, they don't want they don't want security for the people that they represent. When you look at the border, when you look at everything else that's going on here, I mean, they are all about. Um, just protecting themselves. Look at Hollywood, for example. You look at the how they live behind walls. They have security, private security. Most of the security people that I know, they work for corporate America. They're the ones that are protecting these big people and corporations. That's where all the money is because they want to okay, make sure it's, that it's, they're secure. You got it? I said three states, and I still didn't get it right. It's Illinois. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So. I'm glad you retweeted. I'll eventually get like 48 state. Oh, my. Oh, but anyway, I just retweeted. If, if anybody wants to listen to anything today about the Democrats and what they're doing and what they're doing to criminals and how they're uh, trying to, I don't, I, I guess, just create chaos and murder. I mean, they're basically turning this movie into the purge. If you, I mean, this movie, like the movie, the purge, they're, move, they're turning the country into the purge. Boy. We gotta purge Just, them. But the listen to this. This is the cop. This is a cop in Illinois. Listen to what they're gonna do starting in 2023. All right. Listen to this. Here we go. As of January 1st, 2023, the following things will go into effect, and people need to be aware of this. It abolishes cash bail for almost every offense. This includes, but isn't limited to, kidnapping, armed robbery, second-degree murder, drug-induced homicide, aggravated DUI, threatening a public official, and aggravated fleeing and eluding. Offenders released on electronic monitoring have to be in violation for 48 hours before law enforcement can act. They could almost drive to Alaska before we can even look for them. It denies victims their constitutional rights. And keep this in mind, businesses and homeowners, officers will no longer be able to remove trespassers from your resident, residence or your businesses. Someone could decide to live in your shed and all we can do is give them a ticket. You have to decide what level of force is required to remove them and whether or not it's legal. This is a massive threat to the residents of Oil Park, Cook County and Illinois. Oh my gosh. 
I didn't know they had the purge music behind it. Dang it. But anyway, um, yeah. So if if second degree murder, no no bell. First degree, you know, manslaughter, no bell. Kidnapping, no bell. My God. And, and so you can basically now in Illinois in, in 2023, and they cannot arrest anybody that comes onto your property. If they come on their property, they can't even come do it. They can just come camp out if they want to. There's nothing you can do about it. Well, that's exactly, and, that's L.A. Yeah. Catchard, that is L.A. I mean, you've got these beautiful buildings, these beautiful homes that are in these gorgeous neighborhoods, whatever, and they don't even have to be fantastic. They can just be your average home or what have you, and you cannot get the homeless encampments out. You cannot. People have left their homes. They have moved out. I wouldn't live around it. I'd sell my house and get the hell out of there so quick and make your head spin. Oh, my gosh. People have, have worked so hard to buy their homes, to pay these tremendous taxes to own property in California, which is outrageous, by the way, in case you're wondering. And you've got homeless encampments, and they are not going to lift a finger to get them off of your property. Not even one. It's constant. Drugs, Anything the government needles. touches turns to shit. Yep. Everything. 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 Jimmy Carter uh, formed the, uh, the Department of Education. We were number one when he did it. Now we're number 28 or something. Right? It's horrible. <laughs> uh, you it can't is, make your shit up. Well, when you, when you look at what's happening in this country, and I think it was really great that the GOP put out a video, honestly, about what has happened as a result of the Democrats. They've chosen a bailout for the wealthy, right, with these college loan forgiveness programs, but yeah. nothing for the children who have been forgotten about these last couple of years that will never be able to get that education back. I mean, here's a little video they put together. It's really and good. And they scared the shit out of them. Yes. They scared the living shit. If you breathe air and don't use a mask, you're going to die. They're to a little kid, man. To a little kid. Of everything they're afraid. Here it is. Back to school means Democrats have to answer for their failed policies. A new assessment finds math and reading scores for nine-year-olds in the U.S. have dropped to record lows. We are witnessing a lost generation because Democrats locked our kids out of schools for two years. Democrat school closures have resulted in kids falling behind. The pandemic negatively impacted their kids' education. Children were falling further and further behind. Test results statewide are down in every measurable category. More than 1 million K-12 students never showed up during the last school year. Democrat policies hurt our kids. Rather than prioritize a generation of students they left behind, Democrats chose a student loan bailout for the wealthy. Just one more slap in the face from an administration. Democrats buying votes instead of educating our kids. Pretty good ad. Isn't that a good one? It really is, and it's really true. And I, I really hope that it will encourage people to get out there and do their thing and vote this nonsense out. It's gotten so bad. I, I never thought I would be one that, that worries about the next generation. I don't have kids, okay? So, like, I, I you know, I, I'm not involved in any of that yet in my life. But when I start talking like that, I'm like, wow, am I saying the next generation? Yeah. I'm extremely concerned. They don't know the difference between a male and a female. They've been locked up for two years with masks on. These are going to be the future of our of our world. They're in for a rude awakening when they get in the real world. When oh. they, when they, they, they we are too, unfortunately. For 20 years without getting their feelings hurt. Oh, my gosh. Because believe me, 
you're, you're going to be in, a, in the fetal position crying like a little baby when you get out here in the real world and see what it's like. Oh my gosh, we're all going to be in it together because this is the future. And if you have that whole thing going on, believe me, everyone is going to be affected by it. So yes, I mean, I don't miss even a school board vote now. I, I make sure that I participate in absolutely all of it because the stake of our world is, is, is at stake. It's true. Oh my gosh. So I hope you have a wonderful weekend, Cat Turd. <laughs> Yep. We have to end on a happy note. Um, and I know that you've got some adorable picture that you sent me of Wiggles. And this is so cute, the comparison. And you have Wiggles and Monkey went on their first farm truck ride this morning. Wiggles sat there exactly like Daddy Smiles. And you almost choked up and almost had me choking up when you sent it to me. They look exactly look at that. like. Oh, my gosh. There's Wiggles. And I know everybody monkey. loves monkey and monkey's so cool, but to me, and, and I should know, and, and, and they're all great puppies. I'm not like trying to put one above the other, but the pick of the litter is definitely Wiggles. Yeah, he's the he's the he's just so laid back. We, after they'd been about two or three weeks old, he was I literally had a list of which one or two I might keep. And he was number nine. Oh my god. And because he just didn't do anything to stand out. Right. But, um, and then I never thought I'd get him through feeding. He wouldn't, you know, when I couldn't nurse him, I, I, he would not do a bottle. Um, he's something's wrong with his mouth or something. So I had to take a syringe and basically try to keep him alive for weeks. And he's just the most kicked back, just lays with you. And it's just, I mean, kicked back dog you ever seen. He's, and he's exactly like Smiles. Exactly. Acts like and looks exactly oh, like him. Same long hair. Gosh. You know, I thought it was a fence jumper, but all them fluffy ones are just turning into the exact hair of you see it. I mean, he's got kind of long hair. You, it's hard to tell in that picture, but he does got, you know, long hair like the, the fluffy ones I had, which was Batman, Monkey, and Wiggles. So, oh, my gosh. Even the markings, everything. Well, is almost identical. And and you're having a really tough time with with smiles right yeah, now. Yeah, I don't know how much longer he's gonna make it. Just to be honest with you, he's, I got man, I might not be on the show Monday actually because I've already talked to you about this because I've got uh, all the X rays and tests going down Monday and, and he can uh, he can just barely walk now. And I know everybody you don't need to email me about supplements and all that stuff. I've been sent them. I've used every supplement on the man, which has gotten him through the last eight months. But there's just it's beyond that now. He he can barely, barely walk. Oh, my gosh. So I'm just going to see what we can do with him. I don't know. Oh, you, you will do everything that you can. I, I'm telling you, I know what that Whatever it takes. I but know. he's not. I don't think he's got cancer or anything or going down like that. I think he's just his hips are just gone in the back. And so he's been trying to walk on his front legs more. Now they're giving out from all the weight, you know, of not using his back hip. Right. So he's just he's just he's just getting worse, and I just hope he can walk enough to get him in there Monday now. But getting a vet uh, around here, God, I mean, it takes months sometimes. So the only time they could let me in was about the podcast for Monday because I like begged him like, look, I got to get in there Monday. So 
probably won't be here Monday. Yeah, that's it's perfectly fine. I can handle all of it. I know I know what what that kind of heartbreak is. And I didn't get an animal for 3 years. I still have my cat on my phone because I can't replace her picture. I just can't bring myself to do it. I I honestly swore off of animals until I was almost tricked into handsome. But what a wonderful trip it was, trick it was, because he is just so much fun, and I wouldn't, I wouldn't trade him out for the whole entire world. But I know what that is, and it is the most painful feeling. There were, there were so many times that I was just looking around my apartment, going, "Where, where's my girl?" And I just couldn't get past it. And I said, "Nope, I'm, that's it. No more animals for me." So it took three years and a whole bunch of friends that put some serious pressure on me to get a dog because I was so I was so heartbroken over my cat. So I know exactly what you're going through and this is so hard to see because smiles I've lost a lot of pets. Uh, I've lost a lot of pets. It's uh, always hard. Uh, and this one right here, oh. Uh, uh but I've had him almost four years. He's probably at least fourteen to fifteen years old because I think he was at least ten when I when, when I found him. Yeah. He was pretty he was pretty old and and I took him in and they did some tests on him and just from his starvation and his glands were swollen. They thought he had cancer. And he said, I know you don't want to spend a bunch of money on expensive tests because you just found the dog like yesterday. But he said, it's probably best that we just put him to sleep because I'm just, you know, I, I don't know for sure, but I've never seen glands swollen up like this ever that it's not cancer. And um, he's just, you know, he, he could barely even, he was so starved out. I said, no, nah, I'm not doing it. So that was four years ago. They gave him two weeks to live. That's exactly when right. I found him. Y'all have seen the picture of him. I mean, he was so. Oh, he was. He is a tough so sucker, tiny. that dog. God, he's tough. Oh, my gosh. I mean, he really is. But you're tough. I mean, seriously, taking on what you've taken on with this whole thing, you're tough. And you've done such a great job. Here's Smiles, all right, when, when you found him. Yeah. This, this was the whole. This, this was the picture don't even do it justice. I mean, mm -hmm. it was pitiful. And stunk and dirty. Oh my God, he stunk so bad. I mean, he hadn't—I don't even know how he. His hips were just like sticking out. And, oh, I it, can it was see heartbreaking. It. I mean, look at this. I mean, you can I told—I told that guy. I said, "Look, he's—I'm just gonna go home and feed the hell out of him because he's starving. And then, you know, if he has cancer and dies, and he dies in two weeks, but he's at least gonna die with a full belly, and not starving alone. You know what I mean? On the side of the road. That's exactly. So, right. and he's been the best." He's been the best dog. I mean, he is just God. Oh, he is just so every day. It's a, it's just laughs and and, and a, he just cracks you up and he's just like, he's just, you know, gives back tons of love. He's loving as he can. He's always in a good mood. You know, he's just he's just a good dog. Oh, he's so. And then he ended up having babies. You know, now I got a little. No, now he so. got wiggles. I mean, and wiggles is a spitting image. But but when you look at this and then you look. It smiles after the cat turd treatment. Look at this. Look at this. Oh, I see a little pooch here. I mean, he's like yeah. a big boy. Mm, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there, there's no question that, that he has put on some serious love weight because he's, he's yeah, he was got 40 it. pounds when I found him, and he's 100 now, so he's gained 60 pounds. Oh, my goodness. Well, his legacy will live on for sure in this little guy and who wiggles. He's just as cute as he can possibly be, but I am so sorry to hear about Smiles. I really am, and... Well, We'll see what the vet says. And if there's anything I can do for him, you know, I don't care how much it costs. Well, I'll do it for him. And, and um, I mean, 
he's eating, he's, he's, he's barking. He wants to run with the dogs. He can't. And, but he's laying around a lot, but even if I can get some pain pills or, or some shots or, or maybe they can do a surgery, I don't know. There might not be anything they can do, but I'll put him in a wheelchair and roll him around if he's not sick. I know. So we'll, we'll fit, you know, I'll I figure it out. I did the exact same thing. I, I did the same but thing with my cat. Same thing. He just doesn't look good. He's, he's just, and it's, and it's nothing except just extreme old age. You know, he's, he's the age that you would be if you were 90 and he's just old. Right. It's, it's, it's nothing that I can do about it. It's, he's just, I've done all the supplements. I mean, that dog's ate $3,000 worth of supplements and every trick in the book and every joint thing that, I mean, everything, a lot of people's, I mean, I probably people's been sending me this stuff and I've been getting it, but all that worked, you know, for six or seven months. But at some point you just get so old, you can't do anything. And that's kind of where he's at. Oh my gosh. And I know it's part of life, but it doesn't make it any easier at all. We all know what, what we're signing it's up for. It's going to be a bad day just, for me. I know. And they, they, they don't last as long as we do. And it just, you just know what you're in for in the very beginning. And that's what I was trying to avoid. Well, it has to be like that, don't it? Because if they lived 80 years, I mean, who's going to take care of them? Another family, then another family, then we'd have not, nobody. You're right. That's it's, a good way of looking you know, at it. Oh, I'm so sorry though. Well, I'm adding him, of course. He's been on my prayer list, but but I'm adding him, and everyone, I hope, will do the exact same thing. And I just want to thank everybody. We've gone over our time, but that was important to go over because everybody is always wondering how everything is going over there at the Cat Turd Ranch, and you've got your hands full completely. Real quick, I just want to thank everybody. C. Hibbs, Tippy 23228, TWR, Mother of Pearl, Burrito Boy, Hobbit for DJT, who did that 9-11 video for us as well, just donated to the show. We appreciate all of your love and support. We love you guys too. Please don't feed the trolls. I know they are out in abundance today. That's what I've been told on uh, from other podcasters. So don't feed the trolls. I hope you all have a wonderful weekend. If you want to see any of the articles that we have played today, read today on the show you can check it out on my social media page they're all there be safe be kind to one another and we'll see you later bye